asking me to trip out. Please! Let's do it. Good to see you, man. <laughs> How's everything been? You know, it's uh, this has been a uh, tough year for everybody, I think, man. But um, yeah, we've been good, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, how about that? Right, we're getting uh, getting our third on here now, Mister oh. uh, Luca Jones, the man. But he's a storyteller, Luca, on IG. Maybe you've okay. seen his handles. He has life in the party official too. Um, that's one that does a bunch of he does a bunch of memes in these uh, mostly college party videos, that kind of thing. We're trying to get a widespread audience, as you can see. <laughs> we're we're reaching for yeah. people at the college scene. Hey, guys, the, hey guys. I know nobody you know. <laughs> <laughs> How, can you hear him all right over there? It's, it's a little muffled, but I can kind of make it out. Right, right. Yeah, we since nobody can go to campus anymore, we have to uh, we have to get our party. Sorry, we're having a little trouble here with his connection. All right. All right, that's better. So, Mitt, we're uh, by, <laughs> or by the way, we can make edits anytime with any of this. But <laughs> dude, dude, I don't know if uh, you're. I don't know if he's probably not picking up. That was a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, it's gonna be a little bit delayed, but it's all good. Yeah, we have a yeah. bad uh, response coming in. But... Yeah, yeah, man. And we have Mr. Right. Andy Singer here. <laughs> dude, yeah, I, it's been a while since I have done one kind of like this without um without a Zoom session. But as you can see, uh, we have made do for a year now. <laughs> but it's 2020. Yes, 2020, yeah. anything goes pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are no rules. No rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially on the road, man. Have you been on interstate lately? Like, yeah. Just go like a hundred. Yeah. That's true. That's true, man. Yeah. Dude, so how has uh? How's everything been? I know it's been kind of a turbulent few days for you, but, um, you know, with family life, what have you been doing since, uh, closings and everything struck? We, um, I mean, that, that was the thing with, with Jaden, with him being uh, sickly and not having an immune system. We started back in December, January, when regular flu season was moving in, we already locked down because we had, we can't chance it with regular flu season. Then we started hearing about this coronavirus in January. We went into full lockdown. I've been out, I think, maybe five or six times uh, to go to the dentist for my braces adjustment. And before that, back in January, I think I got three uh, three open mic nights in. And, and that's really been it. I, I haven't been out more than a dozen times in 2020. It's... Mm, yeah, yeah, I, t I definitely hear that. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even... Like, I went to a dentist recently, and, like, when you go in, you have to sign, like, you know, a waiver form that says, like, I accept the risk, because it's, like, you have to take your mask off, but, I mean, it's, like, I'm sitting there, and there's, you know, there's a curtain between different, you know, people there, but, I mean, it's, like, you know, I, I'm definitely at risk here, so it's just weird, like, even, 
doing that or even wanting to go to a hospital if you have to. It's just weird, man. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, I got the braces in December. I had to get them basically for um, medical issues. My, my crooked teeth were building up too much plaque. I mean, I didn't want braces at 51 years old. That wasn't, wasn't right. in my, uh, wasn't my, uh, my goals. Yeah. Um, but I got them and then all of a sudden, then, you know, I, I was going to, I had to go every two weeks that they're, they're fast braces. So I was supposed to go two weeks for adjustment and I would have had them off already. I would have had them off two months ago. I would have had them off. But because of everything, I couldn't go. I was going like maybe once a month, maybe once every five or six weeks. Right. So I'm going to hopefully be done soon. But again, like you said, it's crazy. I go in there. Luckily, the um, the dentists that I go to, they are unbelievably like over the top, taking care of everything, responsible. You have to awesome. wait in the parking lot. They'll call you in one at a time. You know, right. everybody's fully like masked and suited. And, you know, it's, it's weird to see, uh, you know, an oral hygienist like, they look like a, they come in like in a hazmat suit to clean you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it makes me feel safe, yeah. and I know that, you know, I really don't have to worry because, again, I, I really, you know, we can't take a chance with my son's, you know, immune compromise, uh, you know, issues. So it's, uh, it's, it's just been interesting. It's just been staying inside and, and just, you know, creating our own laughter, you know, the highs and the lows and getting through it. I think, I, I don't think it's much different than anybody else. You know, you gotta, you gotta, figure out within your home what to do. A lot of arts and crafts, a lot of stupidity, uh, silliness, just over the top. Just what's going to get you through the day is whatever's going to get you through the day. Just, again, 21, who cares? No right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. That's so true, man. That's, yeah. So, yeah, whatever gets you through the day, man. So, Were you yeah. running, you were hosting open mics at the beginning no, of the year? I'm just trying to get as much states chime in. Um, I've, I've had some good gigs, uh, but I, I've been really just wanting to, to, to tone my people, get them better. And, and like a lot of people, 2020 is going to be my year. I was going to go nonstop open mic, start building it up more, getting more stage time, getting, you know, getting to do stuff, you know, even hosting, whatever. Yeah. But I really wanted it. That's, that's what 2020 was going to be for me. And like everybody else, I mean, what am I going to do? That's why I just started recently, uh, just started doing the IG lives because I was just like, okay, I'm not doing anything. I miss communicating with people. I miss seeing an audience. Uh, I, I miss, I, I just miss humanity. You know, I love my family, but you know, you go a little stir crazy. Mm-hmm. So it was just that connection. And I just started that, you know, Monday night mayhem babble. And it's, <laughs> it's just fun. I mean, I did two and a half hours this past Monday night when I planned on doing maybe an hour. Mm. It just, into two and a half hours, and again, just just this right here is it's wonderful to connect with. Sorry, yeah, you may as well just turn that off. <laughs> we had this kind of come together in my mind a little too late, as you can see, and it's playing out live. But oh, 2020, fuck it, tour exactly. Exactly. it continues. <laughs> Yeah, we, <laughs> man, because we, yeah, that guy actually who was here for a little bit, uh, <laughs> he and I were, uh, <laughs> your only, your only interaction with them. <laughs> or one just a muffled. time. <laughs> <laughs> just a, there's allegedly somebody back there. But he and I were hosting these mics in Richmond that were going pretty well, and they kind of, as they picked up steam, we tried to get them going, you know, for a month there once closings began. But then everybody was like, oh, this is serious. And they started to pay attention to how long this was going to play out for. So we had to stop the beginning of the year. And I, I know what that's like. I mean, and not just that, people had to 
you had to cancel traveling and put life on hold. I mean, anything you name. I but I can't imagine your position the how you just have to make time like that last year when we were talking to you I remember you saying you know there's days where you just you have no idea and something comes up and all of a sudden you have to tend to your son and it's like a 48 hour thing or more that takes a lot man yeah handle it with a smile yeah I mean it's it's one of those things where it's just you just family first uh, you know, I mean, it's, I've had opportunities throughout these past couple of months. I've been invited to some amazing things and some places I could have gone. And it's always that I can't, I can't risk my son's life for, for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and there's no question about it. You know, it's, it's difficult. Yes, like I said, I mean, I could have been out with Chappelle and Chappelle's camp with Donnell this whole summer. Uh, you know, opportunities, doors. Yes, I can get upset about it, but you got to sit back and you got to, okay, things will happen. Mm-hmm. you know again my son's life my family that's priority number one it always yeah. will be that it always has to be that uh and like i said I, I was like sitting around and i was just like what can i do what can i do what can i do i'm doing the memes i'm uh, i'm still writing comedy i went to some blocks i'm sure like you know you guys know i mean it's, it's yeah. sometimes you know creating comedy creating music creating anything right. it's it's been a difficult time you have blocks but you figure out how to get through it and again it was it was just that Okay, what am I going to do? And then it was, uh, all right, Monday night, that's it. I'm just going to start going IG Live. If I have anybody on there, if I don't, I'll talk. I, I don't care. I just need to do something. And I'm being inspired by so many people that I'm really starting to see. I'm seeing um, comedies in the park, in parking lots, by driving theaters. It's just inspiring to me. It's like, okay, we're, we're getting back to it. We're doing things. Okay, I'm still stuck in the house probably for at least the rest of 2020 early into 2021 until we have a little bit more understanding so what can i do i I have to create whatever i'm going to do here right totally totally yeah no people have been like really it's definitely made people more creative i think you know like it definitely is forced the creative creativity out of some people so that's been cool to see yeah driving concerts driving uh talks public you know speeches stuff like that so that's been cool to see so um, and I mean, you know, music is uh, music has been a big part of it too. Getting getting people through this too. Just listening to, I'll just put the headphones on and just you know put something on because that's therapeutic too, and you need that during these times. And it's wonderful to see too, like the little like pop up stuff. You know, people doing the the jam sessions and one musician in one room, and it doesn't always work out, but it's still. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to see, and it's it's great to hear, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I've got a buddy who's, uh, he was supposed to go to Berkeley this upcoming semester, start his college career, and uh, obviously that's not happening, but it's been cool to see, like you say, the pop-up jam sessions. Um, it's just been really cool to see, because it's like people in Spain, I mean, it's all these people in different countries, and then I guess, you know, that's the power of the internet, is that you can make a whole song over the internet, but... Like, they've been forced to do... But they're getting to know each other before they actually meet each other, which is cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You, know, you gotta find something. Chicago's been doing a lot of... Um, I've been seeing on their live feeds, they're putting out videos of old hits and a lot of their... Whatever, the obscure cuts, the things that make it to albums, whatever, they're playing them with everybody in their living room. And it actually, I... I I did sleep on it. It sounds phenomenal still. I mean, they're, they've always been a great band, but I love how artists are pushing themselves like that when 
they had to go from you know that was an interesting thing seeing stadiums just wiped clean and nobody's there anymore all these people have been used to just selling out arenas in tokyo and in australia wherever the hell you go on the yeah. map no more of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not for a while yeah, it's it's so many people affected. I have a very good uh, very good friend who uh, runs a security company for a lot of big bands, a lot of big rock bands, stadiums, and stuff like that. And he went from being on top of the world and touring and this that to he's just sitting in his house now, you know. And it's wow. just you know waiting for you know it's just when you know when when because it's not just the musicians, it's, it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody's affected by this. And, and what do you do? You know, it's you can't do much. Can't do much. Yeah, it's like when will the veil be lifted? It's like what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and when it is lifted, how's it going to be? Because I'm sure we're going to concerts. Hopefully soon we're going to see concerts, but it's going to be. I'm sure it's going to be limited capacity. I'm sure it's gonna, you know unbelievable. You know restrictions and security getting in and checking and it's 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 going to be weird. You know I, I'm yeah. glad. I mean I have concerts in a couple of years, but I'm actually glad that I. I made a couple of concerts with my daughters, uh, my daughter the past mm. couple of years. Just going to see like 21 Pilots. It's just being in an arena, just feeling that, you know, like, ah, it's, you know, she's, she's been asking too, when am I going to get to go to a concert again? I, I don't know the answer. Right. Uh, right. Gonna be, we will have it again, but it's going to be weird. Yeah. It'll, it'll be different. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at the NFL just coming back. That's been weird to see. You know, the, like, patches of people ah. in the stadium. It's like, wow. It's just something new. I, um, uh, I was flipping through the other night, and my wife was absolutely hysterical because she had no idea with baseball. I was flipping through, and uh, I, I was like, I was like, oh, look at the cardboard cutouts. And she was like, what? I said, you didn't know that a lot of the stadiums <laughs> Like, they were She was hysterical just <laughs> like that. You know, she had no idea that, you know, the stadiums were just Putting cardboard cutouts in the stands just to make it look like there are people there. Yeah, it's... yeah. Oh my god! And you know, different yeah. sports are like piping fake audience noise out, and oh, it's yeah. like it's like so weird. Just trying to get back to some sort of normalcy. Yeah, but the cardboard cutouts are hilarious. It's like oh they my got god, and animals and then cartoon figures, and it's yeah. you know, for heroes. <laughs> it, I think I think it's wonderful. And again, this is a time too where it's great to see people's creativity. Yeah. When they go, they, you know, all right, we can just play in an empty baseball stadium. And then somebody goes, you know, why don't we just uh, put some cardboard cutouts? And, you know, I'm sure half the people looked at them like, that's crazy. And then somebody looked and said, it's a good idea. It's going to make yeah. somebody smile. Of, you know, why not? 100%. 100%. Yeah, no, I, I've been enjoying, like, the NBA playoffs, too, where they've got the, that's like real people. But it's like, you know, it's like through the computer. Yeah. So it's, at least, you know, there's some, they're seeing some real reactions. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> uh, so what else have we got with you guys? Whew. Um, I'll let you start if you want. Oh yeah, man. Uh, well, I guess since last year, and then with COVID, since the closings, at least that's usually been this year, and we've done these episodes a good starting point. But um, moved out of uh, my old place, so back in Charlottesville now, which has been uh, I love it here. So it's it's hard for me to, and it's I already feel very at home, but um, a little bit different of uh, a situation. It's nice to, you know, like when we we hang out now, there's not a distance anymore of like almost an hour, but started doing some uh, a lot of outdoor work these days. If we you were here with us, you'd see how red I am in the face. But 
I love it, man. I, it's I've been learning about a lot of different stuff on land that I didn't ever think I would know possible. We had a tornado. I'm, I'm sure you've been hearing about weather up in you know the Northeast. Of course, you're, you're getting your own rounds, but we had a tornado down here um, like a month and a half, like probably like two months ago, a month and a half, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Something like that. And my parents' house got struck by a, um, by a branch. It was like a good-sized thing. It wasn't like a fall-on tree fell into the house, but wow. they ended up getting their, their settlement money and were happy about it because they didn't have to get it repaired after all. So they're like, oh, we're rich now. <laughs> like, just rubbing <laughs> it in my face. I'm like, thank you. I'm not... But they <laughs> helped clean that scene up a little bit, so that's that's been a little bit of a chore. But yeah, man, just I've been trying to write, um, you know, do the. I've been talking actually to a lot of your friends from um, Comedy Content Collective, who do a lot of those. Great group. They're hilarious, man. That drawn from the mind is one that uh, I know. Um, Want to give him a shout out because hilarious dude and his paintings he does. Uh, Nathan was his name. But I was scrolling through their page yeah. the other night, and I didn't know that you were on there, actually. I saw your name. I was like, oh, shit, Andy is a part of a content collective. So, yeah, for those of you also who do, know, uh, do not know that that is a um, great group of people who do a lot of different, like, memes, comedy artwork. Um, you can go there for some articles. I, I know they started kind of doing – they're not, like, The Onion or The Chive or anything, but <laughs> they do kind of just whatever comes to mind. Cool, cool. It's a cool I comedy website. I was just in my live uh, the other uh, Monday night with, with Drawn About That. Yeah. We're talking about, and, and it was funny because I told him, I, and I said, I actually kind of miss, so they still have the chat room going on. Mm -hmm. I Like I said, yeah, if you look back, I haven't, it doesn't come up in my uh, in my feed anymore, in my DMs anymore, because I got to the point where honestly and truthfully, it was too overwhelming for me. It was like, <laughs> I mean, they just go and go and go and get, and I was just like, oh my, it was just, I, you know, my, my, I, I don't, you know, I, have OCD, I have OCD, but whatever I do have, it was just adding to the fuel in my mind. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I gotta, I gotta back away from this. Right. <laughs> yeah. There comes a point where you're, you're doing a project and you're like, okay, can I really put my full foot into, into this thing? But <laughs> I mean, they, that's, it seems like that happens nowadays with people where there are these these chat rooms that just, my God, there's no bottom to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're a funny group of people, so I guess it's, it's hard to complain. But, yeah, he's a very, very good artist, Nathan. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, last name is escaping me, but there's a lot of talented people who are getting their, their due with, you know, because they have something like that that's a craft that's not – I wouldn't call it unorthodox, but it's not like most people are trying to be like, I'm going to be a musician or I'm going to go get into comedy, do improv. You know, they want to be in the theater. Being an artist is, I would like to, I hope there's a lot of fuel that's pumped into that in the next few years because that's something important. I don't want people, traditional artistry to go away. I think, um, I think what, I, what I've seen, especially with the, with, the, with the CCC there, the Comedy Content Collective, it is, I think in the beginning, I think when I started, I don't know when I, it's been, I don't know how many years. I mean, I, I've found memes in my, my photo roll from 10, 15 years ago. So I don't even know how long I've been doing this, but like on Instagram and stuff like that for at least, I don't know, five, six, I don't know how many years. 
But when I started, it was a weird thing because I think it was a competition thing. Like when you had like the memes and you had the photoshops and you had the artist guys, I think everybody was fighting for to be seen because nobody was doing it. Everybody was like, okay, who can I get to post up my stuff so I can get my stuff seen? And then it got to the point where there were a lot of people getting in there. And I think I, I saw a lot of headbutting. I was fortunate. I reached out to a couple of big names in the beginning and I got great advice. I got great help. And I realized, wait a second, that's exactly what I have to do too. So as you know, it's weird. I mean, some people, you know, reach out to me, oh, this, that, the other thing. They put me on, you know, on a level or whatever. No, no, no. I'm still just a guy still just trying to learn and have fun with it. I, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm, who am I? I'm, I'm nobody. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's wonderful to see how in the world of comedy too, you have a million different comedians. And yes, you have some comedians that butthead, but for the most part, the world of comedy, and if you've seen it, you know, firsthand, everybody embraces each other. Everybody helps each other, and that's what I'm seeing with with the artist side of it, with the meme side, with the Photoshop side, with with the art side of it. Everybody embraces, everybody supports, everybody helps. Hey, you know, I've helped a couple of people out, get them in with some people too that they've wanted to work with. Then me, I'll send it to them. I'll get you in. I'll, I'll, you know, boom, you know, and it's and it's an amazing thing. And I think that's what's great about it is the fact that it is an open thing, and everybody really is trying to help each other and push each other, and you know. I mean, there still is some internal fighting, but that's going to be with everything. But I'm really glad that, like I said, in the, in the beginning when I saw it, everybody was, everybody had their own agenda and, you know, wanted to outdo everybody else. Now it's everybody's coming together. And that, that's a wonderful thing, too. Dude, that's super interesting because that's like such a, like, specific, uh, like, group of people. Like, I, like, I obviously know nothing about them, but, like, that's really cool to hear, yeah. Yeah. And again, again, too, I think in 2020, I think we're realizing just help your fellow human being out, you know? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. get together. You know? Yep, totally. Yep, I mean, we're all we've got, pretty much, so. Yeah, I mean, he could relate the, with closings and with music. I feel like that's been, I feel so bad for a lot of my friends who are musicians for having that I mean, it's such an outlet to be on stage like that for anybody who does something like that. But I know that they, people like this guy right here who can be creative on his laptop and you know doing things from home, I feel like some of us have transitioned easier than others. And it's not been for the ones who were saying, oh, I'm going to get out of the tech age before I know it and never did. And now you're kind of just like, okay, I have to do this from home now if I want people to see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a great learning experience, and that, that's uh, you know just chatting with people like yourself and and people on the, on the IG live and stuff like that. People are learning; they're learning a lot about themselves. Uh, they're they're learning a lot about what to do in a situation that we never thought we would ever have to deal with. Right. And quickly, and and I think for the most part, I think you know most people are handling it well. And the fact that it, it is a time to uh, I was most worried about my daughter. You know, she, this is her first year of high school and she's doing it, you know, remotely from home and, you know, looking forward to meeting so many people and getting out. And she's, she's okay with it. She's fine with it. Uh, she's, she's a gamer. Uh, she's the computer person. So if for her, it's, she, I think she's enjoying the time home a little bit too much. I mean, you know, especially now with being back in school or certain nights, it's getting very late and I'm like, okay, gotta go to sleep you, you, before your mother finds out. I'm trying to sleep right here. Turn it off, you know, it's just like, 
but again, too, she's she just started uh, uh, the school that she started, and it's wonderful. It's a great. It's she's so happy with the way it's going. The teachers are cool. She goes on at the beginning of of each like class kind of thing. She finds out what she has to do, and then they're like, okay, before the end of the day, just send me what you did. So she doesn't even have to sit in front of the monitor all day. You know, there it's it's a very modern type of school, uh, doing uh, you know like computer science and animation and stuff like that. So she's, um, they're like, this is what you have to do. They're treating her like an adult. Get it done by this time, and that's it. That's, and she's doing it. She's doing it. She's loving that concept of not having someone stare at her the whole time going, are you, are you there? Are you doing this? You know, Because like last year in her school, this was very difficult and stressful for her right. because they were still treating her like a kid. Now she's being treated like an adult, and it's... <laughs> right, right, yeah. Wait, so, so does she go... Like, is it in every day? I'm just because I know that some schools now have at, least, have at least like, yeah, done like her school had the option. She could have went in two days a week. Right. Uh, we chose all remotely again because of my son. We can't chance her going in and possibly bringing something into the house. Of course, and right. it's OK with that. And it's um, it's it's kind of disheartening that her best friend, she she wanted to stay home, too, but her parents wanted her to do the two-day thing. She did the two-day thing, and she's miserable. She says all day with the mask. She says it's scary. She says, it's you know, you really can't talk to other, you know, she's making friends, but it's not the same. And, and now my daughter, she's like, oof, I'm so glad, because she was upset at first. She wanted to possibly go in, and, we, you know, she understands the situation. She understands, you know, her brother. Yeah. So she dealt with it very well. Uh, but now she's like, whew, she's like, I'm so, you know, I'm so glad that they didn't have the choice because again, she's, she's, like, I just saw her just now. Her day was finishing up. She's still in pajamas. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a pro right there. Yeah. <laughs> her pajamas all day. Well, that's good that she's like, at least, like, she sounds very open to it. You know, that's great that she's so open-minded about it. Um, and it sounds like from, I mean, at least most of the people I know who've got, who are in a similar situation, like that generation seems to be pretty open-minded and like open to just adapt to like new things in general. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like, yeah. So and, and it's great. I mean, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's 14. She's at that, that, that weird age. And it's like, you know, and this could be a time too, where I, I know friction could get bad with us being under the same roof all the time and, you know, butting heads. And it's really not, I'm proud of, you know, who she's growing up to. And it's funny because she's getting me and my wife into a manga. We're starting to watch like these these series now on Netflix. We're like, okay, what else do we do? Like, you know, we we watch a couple of things together, and it's like, and she's like, how about you start watching the stuff that we're watching? Mm. And it's amazing some of like you know like the Japanese manga that that she got us into. Uh, we were watching um, Beyond uh, Forever Foreverland or something. We oh, watched yeah. that, and it was uh, Beyond Neverland, amazing. Mm. And now she just started us with this. Uh, uh, something uh, Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh my yeah. god! And it's like you know, like you start, and it's like so, like over the top, like crazy. This, but it makes you. And I'm so, I, I love it because now it's giving me something else to do in this in this time. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely. we watched like four episodes in a row last night. I can't wait to sit down and watch a couple more because it's just it takes your mind away from everything in the world, and you just get lost in it. And then I get to you know talk to my, my daughter about, you know, we get to laugh about it. We get to joke about it. She has a wonderful sense of humor. She's sarcastic as hell. So it's, you know, we just, this house is just, it's like a comedy store in here. That's awesome. <laughs> Most of it. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to have that, the New York 
kind of side of her, the Jersey side of her coming out for you. Probably already does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see it because when she was younger, if she made a joke and you laughed at her, she would immediately get mad. Stop. Stop laughing at me. Stop. And I'd be like, no, it's a wonderful thing. Stop. Stop. You know, she just laughed. She didn't understand that you create. You created the laughter. Right. They're not laughing at you. They're laughing at something you did. They created it. Exactly. Now that she gets that, she is, she, she's, she's going to be dangerous someday if she wants to get. She's, she doesn't like the stage, but someday uh, if she does, she's going to be dangerous. Oh, that's I'm awesome. That's, that's a proud father moment. <laughs> And what is your, um, I'm sure you can't really share too much of what's been going on with uh, the tour with Dave you were talking about, but you, oh. what was going to be your role doing that? Were you doing some opening slots? It, it was, it was, it was, a, I mean, Donnell contacted me back before it started. I've been talking back in the spring. Dave was, there, there's still going to be, I can't talk about much because there's still going to be things coming that the world is going to enjoy very much coming from the Chappelle summer camp. There's, there's going to be a bunch of different things that are going to be coming down the pike that, that the world's going to get to see. But back when it was still just thoughts and talks, Donnell had reached out to me. And the first thing that he said to me, he said, I know your answer. He said, but I'm going to ask you anyway, can you get out here? And, you know, I said, let me kick it around for 24, 48 hours. Let me think of every possible thing. Um, and again, it just boiled down to, I just can't take that chance. And my son's been so unstable that I can't be away for that long a period. Even if I left for a day to go out there, um, even with the COVID testing, even with everything, I mean, I still have to be on a plane, a train or an automobile to get, to get there. So there, there, there you're going to get risky right there. Then I would have to come home and then I would have to quarantine for 14 days. That's and the problem. Yeah. I, I'm my son's hands and feet. I, I carry my son everywhere he goes in this house. Uh, you know, so my wife can't do that. So I couldn't be away for even, even a day because a day would mean 15 days. Mm. So it became a no, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. You know, Donnell invited team Rawlings uh, to be out there with team Chappelle. And it's wonderful to see, you know, Donnell and everybody else around him there, there, the doors are opening the ladders, you know, they're climbing the ladders and at first it was, it was frustrating. It was upsetting for me. Um, but then I realized again, I can't get upset about that. Um, I, I, I enjoy watching them climb the ladder. And I realize right now my place is somebody's got to hold the ladder at the bottom. I'm keeping it secure. I'm helping in different ways from here. I'm doing what I can, uh, still staying in touch. And again, I, I get the, um, I get the good fortune of getting a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I get a lot of stories, I get some videos, I get some pictures, I get some stuff that, you know, people don't know about what's going on out there. <laughs> and that, that's been my fuel, too. Yeah. I'm not there, but that energy that is going on out there every, every day, when I tell you every day, they are nonstop. Every day something's going out there. <laughs> it is just, and like I said, the world's going to get to see a lot of it, and, and right. I really can't wait because it's just incredible what Dave created out there. Uh, and again, I think that was the start of inspiration for people to start the, uh, the drive-ins and the, you know, the, uh, the, the parking lot, uh, you know, things Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. that you, you, you can do it. You got to be careful. You got to follow guidelines. You can do it and do it. Be yeah. safe with get out there. Keep the world laughing. Keep things going. You know, he's, keep music going, keep comedy going, keep everything going. You, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. 
he was doing shows in the park after he left Chappelle's show. Dave was, so that's where I've drawn. I mean, before all this even started, I had a lot of inspiration from that because I was like, how dedicated am I to something to where he just went out there and he did it for no charge. It was just getting that thrill again that he was getting when he was getting big in stand-up. It was right before his show came on, mind you. So I think he just wanted that release. Now everybody, there's an obvious reason why we want that release because none of us are getting the chance to have it yeah. in 2020. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's an amazing <laughs> what's going on out there. And to see, and, and everybody that's going out there, I mean, all the huge names, the big names that you're seeing go through there on a daily basis, nobody's getting paid. Yeah, nobody's getting paid. Everybody's Nobody. flying themselves. Everybody's driving themselves. Everybody's getting there. Everybody's, you know, getting the, the, the hotels and the bed and breakfast out there. And it's a good thing for, for Yellow Springs, Ohio, too. I mean, it, it, there's so much going on there because of because of Dave. He's bringing in all these people. He's bringing, he's put so many people to work throughout yeah. this, too, so. Yeah. And you get the, I mean, the line that you have with Donnell, it seems like even if he gave notice, it's just, that was big on your part to stay home for the family and not be selfish like that, man, because that'd be a hard thing to turn down if, if you're a dedicated enough fan to their work. But it just shows that your priorities have always been stream. Yeah. But, but again, too, um, I mean, Team Chappelle, Team Rawlings, whatever you want to call it, that, that group of people is just an amazing, like I said, the energy. I mean, I go back and forth with so many people within that group sometimes just with, yeah. you know, Instagram and how you doing and how's everything. And, and, and somebody else, um, uh, Donnell's right-hand man, 40, uh, Jermaine. He's uh, absolutely, he's like the perfect person to, to, to be your guy. I mean, it's wherever Donnell is, 40 is. 40 takes care of everything. 40 takes <laughs> care of Donnell. And, and I, I absolutely love the guy. And it's funny because every time like I see like little clips or I see little pictures, 40, uh, 40 gets all of, of Donnell's merchandise from a friend of mine. So the, the guy also makes up my bearded humor stuff. So 40 gets a lot of my bearded humor merchandise too. And every time I see something going on, Forty's wearing. He's wearing a beardy tumor T-shirt. He's wearing a beardy tumor jacket. He's wearing it. So and it's, and it's and it's that thing. He's 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 got me there. He's got me. He's I, I'm there all the time. I mean that's right. like I said. That's just a wonderful thing. It's such family. And they I'm not there, but yet they still reach out to me and still how you guys doing? Miss you. Wish you were here. This is what's going. You know. Yeah, so man. again, that that's a blessing to me. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. selfless. That's yeah, good. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. And it sounds like you're there in spirit, you know? So, yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's an, and it's funny today, too, because going, you know, through everything, uh, Chelsea Handler was there the other night. They, it was like a woman's night. It was like Ali Wong, Chelsea Handler. I saw uh, the picture with Ali Wong. Yeah. yeah. It was, and it was funny. And uh, Jeff Wills, who's in charge of Live Nation Comedy, you know, I, I got to know him through that. He's part of Team Chappelle. Um, and I go back and forth with him, and he had posted up a picture of him, Ali, Chelsea, and Michelle. And in my head, I was just like, okay, three men and a baby. So I put <laughs> women and a baby. I put their, their, you know, the three women comedians, Jeff Space on the baby. And I sent it to him. And then today, Chelsea Handler just posted up a bunch of pictures from when she was out there. One of the pictures in her IG things was my picture. She didn't know who I am. She didn't give me credit. But I was just like, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> then I sent a jet. 
you know, so, right. so obviously they're out there. Jeff showed it to her. She loved it. Now it's, now it's up on her page. One of my things that, you know, just, again, it's just a weird thing of just how, you know, we're all connected and it, and again, that gives me energy. You know, I sent it to Jeff as yeah. a joke and now Chelsea's obviously saw it. She loved it. It's up on her page. So it's, eh, you know. Right. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah. Like the mutual respect you guys have for each other. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's really a family. It really is. And, and again, that just, uh, carries you through, you know, through times like this. I mean, like, you know, you guys, I'm sure more than you even know it, you guys help each other get through it. You know, sure. that, that friendship and brotherhood and it is all about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we're all, we're all trying to do that in 2020. We're all just trying to help each other. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I can see how much respect Don L had for you because I listened to your, the podcast you did with him, the black and blue one. Uh, and hit when he introduced you. I mean, it, that was first of all, you can't have a short introduction with that man, <laughs> but that's a good thing because that is what he is known for. So uh, hopefully, he would give you a good one, regardless. But I mean, that was a at that point in time this year. I mean, that was a tense time in this. I mean, there's still uncertainty, of course, in the world. But I mean, that was really where those the riots were peaking and I was just so fascinated hearing your take on things from basically you're in a different, I, I don't want to go cliche with it, but it's a different world than, you know, being a comic and being in law enforcement that you've been on both sides of those things. I mean, I, I was that whole episode. I, I was just very, I listened to the whole thing and I was just geared up for your part. Like I couldn't tell you because the perspective you have, I mean, what has been what's been going through your mind outside of your family this year with so much of what's, what's been happening with, with riots and with different cities getting hit the way they have been? It's it, it's it's tough. Um, I've got, I mean, I've been retired eleven years now, and, and I've uh, I talked about this briefly the other night too. I. I wasn't one of those guys that wanted to be a cop. It was never, I'm going to be a cop, I'm going to be a cop. I almost kind of fell into it because I was going down the wrong path and it was kind of like, okay, you got to make a choice. Uh, my sister was able to open a door for me and kind of get me in. And it was kind of one of those things where like, okay, in the beginning I was just going to do it just because I saw it was pretty good money. I'll make some money and then I was going to get back into doing auto bodies. Uh, my wife always wanted to open up a custom car place. And once I realized, you know, it, again, the people that I work with, uh, the camaraderie, the brothers and the sisters, was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, there were some bad apples. There was, you know, the politics were the absolute worst part of, of my taking law enforcement. Politics and law enforcement, absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I got out of it, and I kind of, you know, a lot of guys, it becomes their life. It always is their life, even after they're retired. I was able to put it, you know, I, I kind of put it behind me. Um, I have some cop jokes. I really don't do them. I don't like doing them. And again, too, uh, you know, what's going, especially today, too, uh, you know, I just saw with the, the Breonna Taylor um, verdict they just had. It's 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 tough that you're telling people a human life was taken for no reason and no one's going to be held responsible. Yeah. That's that's I, I, I it's it's hard to take that in that somewhere someone is responsible for an innocent person's life, but yet no one's going to be responsible for that. It's uh, it's it's disheartening to to me to the human race. Yeah. And then and then you see both sides of it. You see people that are outraged and furious and have a right to be, 
And then you see people that are just like, oh, well. And it's like so disheartening. Like, again, human life, that's the bottom line. Do we do, when, when did we stop caring about human life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Lord, yeah. <laughs> because, man, you, you've, I, I, just you're really the first step of anything that you need to recover with is the way you are doing it is a model of positivity first. You, know, you have to have that kind of an attitude with this because there's so many people today, it just feels like they're, what, what's going to happen? I mean, you want it all to burn down, and we don't, of course. <laughs> I mean, there's examples of certain cities where I saw it not them not getting hit as hard as others, and I think that's a way you could do it. You know, you could draw it up like with just numbers and say, oh, okay, this, well, Nashville's not had as many cases, but... You know, they're they're not Los Angeles. No, I mean, you have to attack it head on and know that, okay, every place is going to be different. But we're not asking to police the world. We're just, you have to start somewhere. So, I mean, in your experience, did you feel like it was harder in certain areas to really play, to play authority with somebody, let alone the whole the whole world, you know, but somebody in your area, like in New Jersey, I guess that's a good example because you're close enough to New York City. And... I, yeah, I mean, listen, this 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 tri-state area, listen, we're just full of idiots here. Everybody has an <laughs> <laughs> But it's the truth. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I lived, down in, I lived down in Virginia for a couple of months when I was 18 or so. And I, to this day, I still tell this story that I was freaked out the very first morning that I was going uh, for a job interview. I got on the bus, never in my life, the bus driver said hello to me. Every single person on that bus said hello to me. I almost freaked out. I'm from Jersey. We don't do that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Like, it's just not like every single person on the bus said good morning to me. Isn't that I, funny? I was, oh, my God. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> hello. I'm five minutes out of New York. I mean, we, we're not polite. We're not nice. You know, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's something that I'm personally trying to change. Um, and in my law enforcement career, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't one of those diehard. I want to be a cop type of guys. So I kind of went into it and I kind of watched certain people that I respected, you know, with, within the within the department. And, and I learned early on uh, one of the most important things is just be firm and fair. And I also learned on early, too, that I didn't, I mean, like I said, I've always been, I've always loved comedy. I've always been a funny person. I've always been this. I brought my comedy into my job. Yeah. And let me tell you, it made it, you could de-escalate a situation with comedy faster than any nightstick or anything. Let me tell you, you get somebody laughing. I was, I was known, I was known for wearing shirts. Just <laughs> like, the, I, I have a string of shirts that just full and I would get guys to look at the shirt and you could immediately see like they were ready to run or fight. And it would kind of just be like, all right, this, this guy's not so bad, you know? Yeah. And you could kind of, you could talk. And, and again, it was, I, I threw out more one-liners than anybody. I mean, it was just jokes. <laughs> it was getting somebody to relax and go, okay, listen, could this be a bad situation? Yes. Let's not even go there. Let's just, right. you know, whatever. And, and again, too, I mean, there, there were situations, you know, and, and any cop will tell you this, you don't have to make an arrest every time. You don't have to arrest somebody. I mean, I was a warrant officer. We went after people. You don't have to arrest. 
there were times uh, in my career too where I realized that by talking to someone, this sometimes that one opportunity can change someone's life. And I've had, I've had now, I've, there are people that I that I still connect with that something that I did or something that I said had a positive, you know, influence on them, and it changed their life in a positive way. And that's amazing. That's I've received a ton of awards and accolades in my career, but the fact of knowing that I helped someone in my career, I helped someone's life, that's the best thing in the world to me. I, I can't ask for any more than that. So again, I think a lot of that just came again from comedy. I, mean, it came from, I don't want to be this guy yelling and screaming all the time and ah, 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 ah. I, I, I enjoy dealing with things with, with laughter. Yeah. You know, and I still do. That's, <laughs> it's been my life. Laugh yeah. at it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yell at people like Donnell make sense of it later. It works for him. <laughs> so, oh, where's um, I, I, what are some places do you know of anywhere that's still open right now to do shows up around there? Because I've heard nothing. There, there are a couple of places. Uh, minimal crowds allowed. Uh, New York, New York is like I said. New York is doing a lot of uh, parking lot, a lot of on the street. Uh, a couple of big, I think the Stand, um, uh, and Comedy Cellar. I think they're doing. Uh, I don't know if they're allowing people actually into the building. I think they're doing like seating outside, kind of you know distance and stuff like that. But but it is working. Uh, Central Park. I know uh, Cypher Sounds has a couple of things going on there. So it, it's it's nice to see locally. I'm beginning to hear of some local uh, parking lot stuff, uh, backyard stuff. Uh, but it, but it is oh beginning God. to happen again. And and, I, and and as much as I want to, like, jump into it, I again, 2020 is a wash for me. I, I'm probably, like I said, I'm going to leave the house in another couple of weeks, hopefully get these braces off. And that's probably, that, that'll be it for me. Uh -huh. I'm hoping early 2021 in the spring, I'm hoping we start to hear some good news, things start to get better, and I'm, I'm hoping to get out then. That's it. I, I'm being realistic about it. I'm not looking forward to anything until spring of 2021. So. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Where would be your first place? You drop a map and just put a finger on it. Where would you go? I, I would probably hope to hit one of my local open mic places, places that the, that, that I, I was pretty much a regular at. Um, but honestly and truthfully, and I mean, this is something uh, I, I haven't talked to Donnell about this, but if Dave still has anything going, I just want to get out and just jump on a big stage. Like, I, I really, I just, I'm craving, I'm almost like an addict, I'm craving the audience. I'm craving that. And I don't care if I get out there and absolutely flop, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to just be, I just want to see ah. people. And I just want to just be up and just uh, just do something big, you know, and it's that, that way. And again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm missing that and I'm dealing with that. But I, I know that we're going to get there. We're, you know, everybody's going to get, you know, again, you just have to be optimistic. It is a hard time to tell people to be optimistic. I know people are going through depression and, and, and people are tired, but we're going to get through this. I mean, we will. Crazy as it seems, we're, we're going to get, I mean, again, we've been through things in our lives where days, weeks, but it's the whole world not just us here in new jersey it's not just you guys down south it's not just you know it's the whole world it's important to yeah. remember it is i mean there we've gotten through these things before so it's not like it's gonna it, first of all it's not going anywhere
somewhere because yeah. it's already out there and people have gotten it, unfortunately, and have died from it. But you think? <laughs> yeah. At this point, we have had to. I mean, it makes me think of like when you mentioned the Great Depression. I mean, if we can have that kind of uh, like what happened to Germany in World War One. I, I mean, they people thought that was just they were devastated for good and worked their way out of it. The U.S. had the Great Depression. We had have had pandemics since then. There was one in, I believe, Japan had one in 1968 where they had 100,000 cases, and they didn't do anything to try and curb it, really. I mean, less than what the world has tried to do today for this. But it's just important to remember that we have been through these things, and the planet is just waiting for everybody to finally drop off, and then it just that's it yeah <laughs> you know, it's yeah, gonna go sure. into the black hole so what are you bitching for you knew this. Like, oh, I, I've, <laughs> I've had a discussion and, and and it's it is kind of dark but it's true we're just here mother nature is gonna whatever happens with this planet next is good listen we I'll don't we don't know about what was here a billion years ago mm-hmm. uh, we don't wait what's gonna be here a billion years from now what, what are we we're just you know we're we're, we're, we're not in time we're, we're nothing in time and uh you got to make the most of it. You know, so many mm-hmm. people are so worried and so frustrated. And I've, I've talked down a lot of people that have, I can't take it. Yes, you can. We've gotten mm-hmm. through a lot of things in life. We're going to get through this again. It, it's going to, it may get worse before it gets better. I don't know how the, this come, upcoming flu season is going to go, but again, get ready for it, prepare for it, be mm-hmm. mentally, you know, uh, 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 prepared. And again, we, we have this, this again, this isn't connecting with another human being, but it is connecting with another. Human oh being. yeah. For sure. So take joy in this. Do do Skypes, do uh, Zooms, do IG Lives, do what whatever you can to talk to people. Yeah. Uh, reach out to people. I get. I mean, you know, we've we've gone back and forth like in DMs, like on Instagram. I'm yeah. I'm kind of like a, a, a DM whore. Um, I go back and forth. With a lot of people like send me a message, and like I'll go back and forth. Like, and they'll be like, "Wow, I didn't I didn't even think you were going to respond." Like again, who the hell am I? Mm-hmm. I'm going through like like you are, and mm-hmm. I've had some very deep conversations with some people from all around the world, mm-hmm. just on on everything, on what's going on, on family, on food, on whatever whatever you want to talk about to clear your mind. Let's do it. You know? Yeah, 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 man. It's like it's like you just got to do your part because it's like there are. It's crazy that there are people who like. I mean, it's not crazy, but yeah, like you said, there are people who literally cannot see how this will ever get better. I mean, like, you know, there's people who literally don't see how this could end. And it's like, you know, yeah, you just got to, I guess, you just got to do your part. That's all you can do is just help as many people as you can. But um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, I literally talk to, like, I have a coworker who I see almost every day who, like she genuinely doesn't believe that this could ever end. And she's like, we'll always have to wear the masks. And I'm like, I mean, like, what can you even say to that? But it's like, yeah, it's just, it just blows my mind. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, I mean, it sucks that people are going through that, but it's like, all you can do is do your part, I guess. Yeah. So. You, just gotta, you gotta keep the positive energy. I mean, listen, you're going to have, you're always going to have that balance of positive and negative. And we just got to just do our part to just try to keep the positive up just a little bit yeah. more, just outweigh the negative. And, and that's what will happen. I mean, if the negative starts to tilt, then we're in trouble. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Yeah, dude. We definitely appreciated you being on the first time. But there's been sitting, getting a year into this 
I've really not had an easier guest to work with on these shows before, other than like when we did ones with us two. Uh-huh. Yeah, we I have would be right there. That one could do it, you know, eliminated <laughs> for distance. You know, could make that the easiest one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's been an interesting uh, turn of turn of the world in the last three six three hundred sixty five days. Yeah, that's for sure. And, wow. Yeah. And I think it's crazy to both of us that that was a, a year ago. That's just that just blows my mind. So <laughs> just that timetable. I don't know. It's always whenever it's, it, an anniversary of anything happens, I'm like, that's a year already. But yeah, I mean, it's like I, I want to go back now. Uh, probably later on tonight at some point, I'm going to go back and I, I want to look at that one and listen to that one yeah, and see. Yeah. Oh, hey, next, I'm going to do this, and hey, next, you know, I probably right. should have done that before. We could have, you know, like hey, I was going, you know, it's <laughs> right. Like, put it on hold. Your dreams are still going to happen. You still got to just go for what you want to go for, too. Uh, and again, it's just picture. Picture where you want to be. Picture, take, be, be realistic and go, don't go, okay, by the end of this year, I want to be, be real. Okay, by sometime next year, I want to be getting to going. By the end of next year, I want to be, you know, right. don't be realistic. Be realistic about it, but set your goals and, and don't stop them. You can't, you got to keep going for them. And you can, and it's it's amazing. I mean, um, again, to... I don't like the name drop, but I'm blessed because of Donnell to have met and connected with so many people. Uh, D-Nice, DJ D-Nice. He okay. started uh, back in the beginning of the thing. He started yeah. uh, DJing, you know, once or twice, you know, here, uh, a night here and there. And it was funny because he would say, and, and I'm fortunate enough to, to be connected with him and to, to call him a brother. And he's one of the most beautiful human beings you could ever meet. And every time he would see me come on, he'd give me a shout out. Then all of a sudden, he, what he was doing connected to the world, and the world said, wait a second, this guy's giving this awesome music every night? Wow. And he, it became the biggest thing. He blew up. He hosted the um, the Emmys. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, literally, I don't know, he was hosting the Emmys. Good they Lord. have a band. They had D-Nice as, as the music for the Emmys. It was the whole thing. I mean, he just absolutely just blew up all over the place. Wow. And it's just like, you see that. And, and like I said, it's someone that I know, and it's so inspiring. You know, it's just yeah. like you can, you can, and, and, and again, all he did was put on his IG live, put on his equipment and said, here's some music for you guys. I hope it helps. Yeah. And it, it went around worldwide, worldwide viral. Hmm. It connected. Yeah. You never know what will connect. Yeah. That's mm. crazy, man, that he hosted the Emmys recently. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. he got it's just those vibes. You put out those vibes, you put out those good, positive vibes. And they're going to come back to you. Even even in these difficult times, they're going to come back to you. For sure. For sure. I don't know how anybody can top what Ricky Gervais did at the Golden Globes, but oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me go, I hope award shows are around and they get better. <laughs> he is. I was just I was just talking to somebody the other night on IG Live about British comedy and how uh, it's going to offend some people. British comedy is just better than American comedy. Absolutely. It's, uh, it, Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah, the uh, the irreverence, you know, is that the word, you know? I mean, I oh, yeah, it's just better. It's just better. <laughs> it's just they will just cut into you deep, twist, turn, pull, just, you just, it's, oh. I absolutely. And, again, I was fortunate enough to be raised on, you know, uh, seeing, like, Benny Hill and, 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 oh, and, yeah. and Mr. B stuff like that growing up on, on that comedy. I mean, it's just, it's just a oh, whole God. different this is it. Accept it. We don't care if you don't. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what, yeah. I like how like people will think a lot about you know instantly they'll think Monty Python if you mention British humor, oh, but yeah. there's so much more that was 
around at that time and it has been around but it's also just the way that british people are not they don't have to try hard to throw off somebody who's from america and i live yeah, with that's also true, two yeah. british twins who they were exactly like that yeah i mean their personalities are just made to like they will poke at anything and they don't care right at all <laughs> like that's just everything's rubbish yeah, like, yeah. I also like, think. I mean, I also think as popular as Mr. Bean is, I think he's criminally underrated. Oh, absolutely. Like, the oh. amount, the amount of people where they're like, Mr. Bean was it? I'm like, are you kidding? Oh. Like, like, how could you not? I, oh my God! Like, I go to car, I go to car shows with the with the, the Mr. Bean mini that I have all the time, and it's <laughs> it's amazing to see uh, Americans who are like, oh, what, what? But yet, people from other countries who who were raised on. I've had families call up i had like a mother once call up and she was like get the whole family here we have a mr bean car here <laughs> i was like everybody back into the car it's that's like their oh. christmas card that's like their family port they have like a portrait wow. of it in their living room you know it's like wow. it's like because they left wherever they were and it's he's just you don't you don't know about him here yeah. and, and it's just like and again i look back now and i remember probably being under 10 years old my father watching Benny Hill and him allowing me to, and knowing that my mother, like my father, would be like, "Okay, if your mother comes around the corner, you got to get the hell out of here." And I'd be like, "Why?" Like, you know, <laughs> just yeah. like, but it's just, it's, it's just a whole different. And there, there is the, the great comedians. Like I said, I've been fortunate enough to be around them. The great comedians get that, and the great comedians give you that. It's that I'm going to hit you in the face. Yeah, you understand this is comedy. There's no anger. There's no ill intent here. It's comedy. If you want to see the comedy in it, understand that it's going to hit you in the jaw, but it's funny. Yes. You know, too many people just get that, oh, that's that's too much. It's Okay, maybe it was a lot, but oh, oh I get it now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, you know, get realize, take the punch of it like, ooh, like me and Donnell, the, the too soon with Donnell Rollins that we have. The stuff that you see get posted up, there's ten times more stuff that the world we, we we talked about. Eventually, at some point, we're gonna go through everything that we've done and we're gonna put it out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's off a lot of people. <laughs> He's posted up stuff once. Like sometimes we'll just be talking about something, and I'll send him an idea on what we were talking about, and I won't even like put like a signature on it, and he'll put it up, and I'll be like, whoa. Expect that to go up, <laughs> right, and right. sometimes he'll put something up, and then he'll take it down within minutes. Or sometimes <laughs> it'll be like a day or two will go by, and I'll be like, Donnell, when's that going up? I'll be like, that's good, and you know, it's still holding. It's still two days <laughs> later, and that topic is still holding. Right. You can. I, I I've tried to bully him every now and then. He will, but you know, he has a better feel <laughs> for. You get. You still have. You still got to be careful. You right. still don't want to in this Me Too day and age. You don't want to piss off too big a group of people. Yeah. Uh, but you can still, and you still have to be weary of people's feelings. But again, yeah. everything that we do, everything that I do, I know that there's humor there. Yeah. I wouldn't put something out there if it was just hate or anger. I would never be a part of that. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're so right, though, how some people are just, they have that like visceral reaction to comedy where it's like, just certain comedy, and they they like get defensive, and it's like, it's like, whoa, and then you... And then they, yeah, finally they might get it, but it's it's interesting to, like, dig a little bit deeper and just be like, well, I, like, I wonder why that in particular really bothered you so much, because it wasn't, 
about you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. people can't be yeah. myopic in comedy. Really, you right. have to, but you also have to just have the thick skin back. There's a relationship with it, I guess, that still can make people, if you, shock value is a big thing, too, mm -hmm. that always has been interesting. Like, a guy like Howard Stern, who I don't think is necessarily, like, the greatest interviewer, but that kind of thing for people where they want to be surprised. They still want that element of surprise. Yeah, he's got that, yeah. It was, it was funny. My wife was actually just watching Private Parts the other night when I came into the room yeah. after doing one of the things. And I, it, was, it was that point where they were talking about uh, the average person that listens to Howard Stern, the average Howard Stern fan listens for a half an hour. Okay. And it's like the average person who's not a Howard Stern fan listens for an hour. And then it was like the average person who can't stand Howard Stern listens for two hours. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly what it is. It's like mind blowing. Like they just want to hear what's going to come out of his mouth next. Right. Right. And and that's what it is. Listen, he he is who he is. So you know what you're getting. It's um like my wife and I. One one of my favorite comedians to go see, and it's for a specific reason, is Anthony Jeselnik. Oh. Uh, I love to go see him just for the simple fact that the last time my wife and I saw him, I think I counted a dozen people walk out. <laughs> and every time, so, like, there was, like, one, like, a woman, like, right in front of me. She was, like, like two minutes in. She was, like, oh, my God. She's, like, I, this is, I can't take this. But, like, you came to a comedy show. Yeah, it's, like, like you paid for him to make you laugh. It's, like, like watching the faces. Ah, <laughs> uh, if you watch. Always classic. Him, he hosted, I don't know how long, it might have just been a season, but he hosted um, this comedy show for up-and-coming comics with Norm MacDonald. Oh. Goddamn. Norm is... Norm. <laughs> Norm will be so deep in the joke. He'll be like layers into the joke, and then like eventually they'll start to wear off, and people start yeah. to... See, it's like I, he, gets, he gets so deep into the joke. Uh. I'm like, that's amazing, yeah. God, like... <laughs> And somebody said about him, he is so ahead of his time that he's behind it. Like <laughs> what? No way to make sense of him, like just the moth joker. The, the, the thing that I love about Jesselnik and about comedy too, and I'm sure you probably do this too, you know, you spend a lot of time like, you know, in comedy. When you're listening to somebody, in your mind, you almost try to come up with your own punchline. Mm -hmm. You almost, right. where's this going, where's this going? With Jesselnik, I don't think I've gotten it right once. Because I think I've got to go, and then he comes out of left field with something that you wouldn't even under like my mother's buried in the backyard. Like, <laughs> what the fair? <laughs> just like he just—it's like I, I love that. I love when I can't age which way. That's 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 great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love. I you know that's so funny to see. 12 people walk out of like anything it's like what is that it's like why are we all here in the first place <laughs> you, you paid for that ticket you paid good money for that ticket he's appreciative of it if you want to go go yeah. exactly oh my god exactly. it's like stan hope's bit where he was talking about how was, all his friends want him to go to aa but they're like no but make sure to do it after the late show we have tickets like you are funnier <laughs> when you're drunk it's so like you you're going to the show to get what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, At least he used to he's another one he's another one that falls into that Howard Stern category. You mm -hmm. wanna follow him, you wanna watch him because that train is it's off the rails a lot. Just, <laughs> yeah. I mean listen, you're always rooting for somebody like that. You don't wanna uh. see you know, the worst that's gonna happen, but you know, you don't why do people watch NASCAR? With a car crash, you see. <laughs> of course, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Why do people watch hockey for the fights? It's like, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
That's oh. what you watch. It's. <laughs> when, 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 when's the wreck coming? Come on, it's coming. I can feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a scene on TV for a reason, my friends, because it's interesting drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shakespearean. I mean, yeah. He, oh, Jesus, I don't know how he's he has withstood the test of time. His private parts. I remember watching that. That came out in like 1997. Howard. Howard. Yeah. Howard. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I was, I was blown away when he had the he had the jumper on the line, and then he actually <laughs> stopped him from jumping. That was crazy to me. Yeah. I was, like, I was well, just in terms of yeah, like shock value. Like who else is doing that? I was like, what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that, that's basically just what's <laughs> no filter. Just I got this on my mind. I'm gonna do it. You yeah. know. And and I think. I think, unfortunately, I think uh, there are a lot of comedians that do do that, but there are also a lot of great comedians that just hold that 1% back just because in this day and age, it's just it's right. too hot. Right, right. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%, yeah. So, But it is funny with the, you know, like you say, the people who don't, like, who hate Howard Stern are going to stay for two hours. It's like, those people do, they are the people who will stick around the longest. It's like, that is so funny to me. I mean, there's people who are just... Like out of it as well though. I mean, like, like I was at, like I remember the most gory horror movie I ever saw in my life, and I didn't know it was gonna be that brutal in the first place. But like I went with a buddy of mine, and like there was this like lady next to us who just was clearly not enjoying it the whole time, and she clearly wanted to leave. It was a long movie, so she, like two and a half hours later, she were like we're walking out, and we're like you clearly like hated that, right? And she's like. Oh, I thought it was going to be a Helen Mirren movie. And we're like, <laughs> you didn't even, <laughs> she thought it was going to be like a romantic, like comedy. And here she is, but she's stuck through the whole thing. Oh. I was like, are you kidding me? So. <laughs> I think the worst maybe is for a director or anybody who worked on an actual film would have to be, like, I remember seeing Paranormal Activity 2 or 3 with, and I had a friend, Matt Audio, dude. I gotta give him a shout. Uh, a childhood guy, but uh, rest in peace. Cancer got him, unfortunately. But hilarious, dude. We used to just go and do whatever kids were doing. But I remember we wound up seeing Paranormal Activity. Too. I didn't want to see it at all. Mm -hmm. Like I, the first one was good when it came out. I liked it, and I watched it more and more. I was like, yeah. I mean, this is good, but it doesn't have it. Didn't have something for me, I guess. You know, a lot of people did like it. But then we saw what, the second or the third one and just people laughing when we were there. And, like, all of us had made such asses <laughs> of ourselves. Yeah, we were yeah, yeah. just pricks the whole movie. And Matt, like, gets up and makes one noise wrong and he feels bad. And he's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> like, in front of the whole theater. They'll all hear him. But we just were sitting throughout that whole movie and people had to be so pissed because we were trashing it. <laughs> Just wasn't good. I mean, like seeing the ring too. Everybody I was with when we had our party, whatever you call it, we saw that in the theater. It's just like ah, this is not gonna do what the first did. Yeah. And I saw it. And I'm like, yeah, that was pretty good. But I right. mean, sometimes you you hit it, and sometimes you don't. Right. And then yeah. you become that guy because then the other people in the theater are like, "Did you not pay for this ticket? Like, yeah. why are you still watching this movie?" You're like, "I have no idea how I made it to the end of that. I must have had somebody on the line like giving me a ride because I just wanted out of that place. Like, there's the little back when theaters weren't all just mega complexes that yeah. had like 75 trap doors. There was just like the one exit door and maybe another, or the one in the right. corner." 
and I wanted to just go veer through there the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly how to get back to my house from here. If I really wanted to leave, yeah. could I do it like your 16-year-old mind? But, right. God, some of <laughs> those things, like as a director, I can't imagine that like in a testing and you play that and then you get to the first big part or something like or just to hear laughter period mm-hmm. would just degrade me as a director of like uh i can't do horror yeah but also <laughs> today people have lost that flame with making films period so there's another thing too of where i think it used to be you had never seen something like the exorcist yeah but then after that kind of that hysteria went away there was all these like films that ended up turning into cold phenomenons like friday the 13th and all that and it had to start somewhere yeah. where people saw the original and they were just like, Jesus, you know, the, you'd only get that so many times, I guess. Right. But yeah. there's some that have held up too. Like, I mean, I think the, the Saw movies were doing pretty damn well when they yeah. came out for yeah. people. And they, they kind of ended up repeating themselves. It was like Final Destination. You know they're all going to die. Right. Is yeah, what right. the point of these things are. But they right. catch but- steam. With, with the cable here, I know almost every night when I'm flipping through and I can never find anything on, I usually almost every night see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. Well, Interesting. There's okay. always a Texas Chainsaw Massacre on almost <laughs> every night on some channel through the 800 channels that I have. It's, <laughs> it's one of the good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to have these, these movies have to be, some of them, I think, with remakes, like there are, like horror movies, I thought that was a good idea with, Rob Zombie, the way he was doing Halloween again, having these things put back out with new audiences like Texas Chainsaw, uh, uh, Chain, Texas <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Hee Haw, Texas Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> I smell that home cooked BBQ. I, I remember that being remade, and I was like, even if that's bad, I'm glad that. I was like 13 when it came out. I'm like, I'm glad that that is being reintroduced to a new generation. And then there were some good horror remakes that kind of picked things up. Like, you know, Get Out came out eventually, you know, a few years down the road, whenever that was 2017, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And horror kind of like has, it has new life right now where I think a lot of people are also getting into the old um, cult films of the early 60s, late 50s. Yeah. Those are, I think they're going to stand the test of time. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure, those old video stores you could go into, get like uh, the the mad scientist or whatever the nineteen fifty nine cliche it's horror just, movie. It's weird, because yeah, horror ant. horror has had so many different layers to mm-hmm. it. I've never been just horror. You've always had different layers, and like uh, if you ask me, my favorite horror movie it's, it's Evil Dead. I mean, I just mm. absolutely love Evil. I, I know it's not it's your typical choice. horror movie. I know it's more of a joke but that's what i love about yeah, it yeah, that, yeah 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 um, no, I, I was that i was that kid like like you were saying too like we were i was very young and so i don't know if you guys ever heard of it the um somebody had a vhs tape of uh, faces of death <laughs> i don't think i've it, heard of it oh I... faces, faces of death back in the day it was actual it was chicken slaughters it was cow slaughter it was actual Brand. it was yeah it was death Whoa. it was everything actual death that they put on somehow got onto a VHS tape <laughs> and I was probably under 10. And it was one of those things too, where like, shouldn't be watching. You shouldn't be watching. You shouldn't be watching this. Watch the whole damn thing. Yeah. Probably watched it again. Probably didn't sleep for a month. I probably still yeah. have flashback that every, you know, it's just <laughs> like, but it's like, okay. You know, it's like, wow. <laughs> the good ideas are out bad. there, dude. Oh, oh, 
I think my yeah. mom, I remember telling me about that movie, but I maybe seen it one time. I don't remember even watching the whole thing. I think, but yeah, and it's just very like, I'm glad people took those kinds of chances with these movies. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a very, it was revolutionary for low budget films yeah. that became such mainstream cult things after a while. That kind of is the way it can work with, entertainment and with music any of these people where the underground kind of keeps it you know the, the people at the top level going because right. there's so many people who i'm sure are just masters at making film or whatever who are not you know i'm glad the people the early 70s they took a chance with horror and kind of kick-started because i can't just i can't imagine if it would have stayed like those 50s movies where just like people like some lady and one I saw dying in a drag race and she's trying to re-enter her life even though she's like swimming out of a river. It's like, oh, you're not going to look for your friends. Okay. <laughs> I say it's, I'm glad that those movies exist for a reason. I think horror, that generation uh, had to start it and kind of get us to where we are now because there's a lot of things that I'm seeing like uh, being able to browse Netflix and catch yeah. some new horror movies or seeing some ones that came out like 2005, something like that. Yeah, and and, and it took that uh, that kick, like I said, like with the ring, and I think the the, the Japanese uh, horror aspect that all of a sudden you know started coming in at one point too. Yeah, it was like all different, a completely different shock value. It, it was just a whole way. It was a new way of hitting you, and it was like wow. It was like okay, you know, because like you said. We've we've seen the '60s, the '70s movies. We've seen all the you know the John Carpenter. You know we we pretty much have seen it all. We've seen we've seen it go comedy. We've seen it go over gore with like a gallon of blood coming out of someone. Okay, like you know, and then all of a sudden <laughs> then you have you just like scare the hell out of you. Like you know, it was just what is that? We did that. Yeah, we watched um, there's a bunch of movies. His Ryan's roommate um, we had not watched. But Jaws, we watched it for the first time recently. I, I love doing that, you know, getting that experience of watching it with a first-time fan. But some of those things, yeah, the mainstream ones can catch you. The ones that are just kind of under the surface, if you're more of a fan, go dig out there. <laughs> but, the, the, you know, dig in. They're out there for sure. The, that genre has got just very – I love how there's a lot of those people like Wes Craven – who were not so well known, and then over time, you got to know their whole franchise. It's like, how did that even turn into something like Halloween? Has don't they have a um, a new one coming out this year? I, I believe so. Yeah, oh, I do believe so. That's wild. That's yeah. After all these years, it's still going on. I mean, that, that's that's insane. Oh. We had a friend um, who was on here. Uh, really touted guitarist and producer um, Leroy Miller who was talking to us about how he had just closed out the um, the Bill and Ted franchise because he played he's a session musician a lot of the time during the year so he played the closing solo in that movie but wow. very um, yeah some of these franchises they get going it's just like how are they still churning out these the hits are, you know, getting these jobs to go even work. Yeah, there's there's so much, you know, reboots. I mean, re listen, I got to be in a reboot, so. But, yeah, it's... The and, popcorn and, and man it can, lives we, on. It's, uh, it's, 
I, I get upset a lot of times though because like I see like like they're bringing back certain TV shows and they're doing this and I'm like, they're can't garbage. anybody doing more? Uh, like, what's it's like? Is it anything sacred? Yeah, it's like nothing's off limits. Yeah, people yeah, just don't right. want to leave a good thing alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's 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 good too. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited. Um, my wife and I we we want to sit down one night and we want to watch uh, the original Bill and Ted with my daughter. And then mm. once, uh, you know, then we want to see the new one because we like to, we did that with uh, with uh, Jane Silent Bob. We watched straight <laughs> back with her, and then we went the next night to go see it in the in the movie theaters when it came out. When I was, that was interesting. I think she was like twelve or thirteen at the time, so it was you know it was a little. Uh, but <laughs> I knew all the topic that was going on, so it was she does too. It's it right. is what it is. Laugh at it. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not alone. I remember my dad not wanting me to watch Dogma when it was on TBS or something like that. That was even when it was cut up. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's always out there. So yeah, your kids are gonna watch it. Like you'd like to have a few years to yourself where you're like, okay, you know, fourteen, fifteen, maybe you can watch this content. I'm just trying to help. I mean, and you think about like back, like I said, I'm 51 now, but back in the day, I mean, I was still watching stuff and we were still sneaking. In this oh, day and yeah. age, I mean, the computer, like one, one night, I think, um, I think I was talking about my daughter, I did something and I was like, ah, I think, you know, I think I'm going to take her phone tonight. Mm. And then my was just like, why? So then she has her Nintendo, she has her smart TV, she has her computer, she has her iPad, she has power to her entire room. You're not going to stop her from doing anything. Gotcha. It's like, uh, buy the ball. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous though? Yeah. I mean, it's like. It's like you would think it would be pretty easy to say, okay, well, I'll just pull, you know. But it's like if people find – God, kids this, this generation are definitely finding the way. I mean, I was watching stuff too early for sure. I mean, I think we all were. But that shock value is crazy when you're a kid and you see that first, like, crazy thing, horror movie, whatever it is. I mean, but Faces of Death, I'm sure if I – but, I mean, I remember I saw, like, you know, Chucky when I – you know, way too young. Oh, I was yeah. Like, I was like, what is it? I was like <laughs> – <laughs> I was traumatized by the yeah, but oh, yeah, I saw, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre way too young. I still, yeah. whenever I open a freezer, I still shake a little. If mm. you remember the scene, with body, you know, it's whenever whenever I'm near a free, whenever I open a freezer, I still kind of cringe for a second. I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I wait, definitely uh, way too young to see that. Way yeah. too young. <laughs> but you know, I can watch this. You know, you know friends and you know their teenage brothers hey, oh we're cool no we can watch this <laughs> right <laughs> oh it's like going yeah i go into the basement or something in my house a dark room and i have like the the green linda blair eyes that i'm seeing that just pop up i'm like oh i don't want to be here <laughs> <laughs> like that that is the lasting impact like, this is what they're looking for yeah 50 yeah. years almost since some of these things came out Damn, that, that's one that just kind of goes away and right like the end of Texas Chainsaw is very it's just so abrupt how she gets out of there and then we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, radio for help or whatever she does next. They leave it to you to kind of like see, okay, she's gonna be there's no getting over trauma like that. That is trauma. Yeah, great, great ending, but it's it's gonna be an interesting one if uh and again, like I was saying, it's, it's nice to see it at a different level, but like watching like the stuff with my daughter with, with the manga, with the Japanese manga, it's deep, it's dark, it's oh, twisted. Yeah. I'm like, 
holy, like, 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 what is going on here? Oh my God. But again, you know, you look at it and go, should my daughter be watching that? And then I go, yeah, I watched Faces of Death at eight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, no, they're, yeah. they're going to watch it. She has easier <laughs> access to stuff. So I'd rather watch it with her. And the storylines, uh, the writing behind Get it complex. is... And again, too, it's 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 animation, so you can create anything, and that's that's the genius of it. Is whatever your mind can think of, you can create, you can make people see this, and it gets so deep into your to your psyche. Yeah. Again, it's it's like that. So this is their generation of what we went through. We sure. saw it on what we saw it through, and now they're looking at it like you know. And, and I, I didn't even realize like how big like this uh, Attack on Titan is. Like it's mm. it's huge, like worldwide. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like this is, it's, and it's, it's cool. It, it's, it's a different, different way of looking at it. You know? Yeah. 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 No, it, it is kind of mind boggling how big some of that manga and anime has gotten in, in the United States. It's like, wow. It's like, you know, some of the most popular uh, shows, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially with like, yeah, younger kids, college students, like you'll get like, you know, like, one frat house, they'll all be watching, like, Naruto all day and night. It's like, wow. It's like, this is really all these people <laughs> watch. But but there's something to it, like you say, because it's so, like, it's so expressive and it's so, like, over the top. But at the same time, like, once you're, like, onto that storyline and they get so complex and, like, the characters develop. But it's just, I don't know, there's something relatable to it, I guess, you know. There's something there. Um, yeah, it just, it draws you in and it just it keeps you, you going. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, I think I'm, getting, I'm just getting tired. I mean, uh, like, you know, at night, you know, when my wife and I, after a long day, we just want to wind down. It's usually mindless comedy. It's usually uh, stand-ups. You know, we're always looking for something new. And, and even, like, reality TV is not even reality TV. It's, let's stop calling it reality. It's so scripted. Yeah. It's like you're, like, camera angles and, like, suppose, like, they'll have something like, oh, uh, somebody walks in on somebody. Well, if they walked in on somebody, how is there a camera already in that room? <laughs> like, you, yeah. like... Because we see their face shocked, like, oh, my God, like, there was a camera in the room already. Don't tell me that you were just shocked by something. You know, it's like, okay, reality TV isn't even reality anymore. It's tiring. It's uh Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no part of that. I mean, it's, like, faker than anything else. It's like, what, <laughs> it's like, what am I watching? It's all scripted. Yeah, it's all scripted. Yeah, yeah. The guy who, I can't remember his names, but it, I think it was multiple people, but somebody was on Jim Jeffries' show and he brought in the hidden camera with him. Yeah, you've heard that. <laughs> that guy was, he was looking for something, because I think it had to do with, like, um, him being Jewish or something, and there was some story that he wanted to bring him in for an interview, and he was like, yeah, I wanted to make sure that I had my version documented, and he put the camera in there, like, well before their interview started, early in the day, and you saw the uh, like the way that the show did it, so he was trying to say, I don't know what is going on if it's like if it's Jim or if it's Comedy Central, but yeah, some of these things yeah. are just like they are actually you never know what to believe. Like it's is it scripted is it not? But some are just so corny. Like right, you got to do. Hey. Your, do you care? Are you authentic? Are you not? I don't know. <laughs> And it's scary the world that we live in too. You see with all this uh, the, the face editing, it's I mean you've seen videos of people <laughs> talking, not even and it's like, and it's and it's still in the infant stages, but yet it's still pretty good. Right. Primitive. You know? yes. but it's going to get to the point where you may not even have to like, 
like what's what's the future going to be like like a movie star can sit back in his house and just film his face and then it just be like it's it's amazing like you don't even have to do anything anymore it's yeah this is tom hanks and tom hanks (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no that's crazy no lying i mean yeah i mean it's like you can finish them i mean you know you look at like the paul walker case where you know they finished the movie like half the movie like with his brother's face i mean just perfectly fine i mean even like um even even like like the visuals for sure but even like in audio i mean like uh the lincoln park front man passed away and they had they had his brother come in and they just altered his like just because there's that blood harmony like they altered his brother's voice to just it it pretty much was chester's and i was like you can do wow. that now? Like, that's just something you can I, do now. I was like, what? I, in the- I didn't know that. Wow, that's... And, and again, it's... We're living in an age where, like, you know, maybe you told me that 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, hell no. I was right. like, yeah, like, wow. Like, we're really... It's technology becoming scary, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Good Lord. <laughs> it fascinated them. Because I saw some pictures the other day of what the first plastic surgery look like and how it's used today just like how, how it was used during world war one i'm like it's you should go if you like watching um good comics he might still be going to the cellar if they're having very you know a small list of people they're going off of because i'm sure it's a lot of people go year round and bring that in but uh, kyle dunnigan does these things with his where he has a, a face messed up, you know, but he's doing it intentionally and it's supposed to be some celebrities doing That's what it looks like to me these days. <laughs> <It's> awful. <laughs> uh, His bu- Kardashians what? and Bill Maher. And, uh, <laughs> I just don't want to, don't get me close to these people and I'm good. You feel like it's, you're getting... It's- you gotta find the humor, and you gotta you gotta just laugh to get through because it really, like you just said, the the Kardashians. I remember just seeing the other day. I think they were ending after I don't know twenty seasons or something like that. Uh, money that they just like how like what like what like what wasn't it AJ video with Kim that started this whole thing? I mean, it's been over since OJ. <laughs> it's like what is happening, and then you see these people that are like. I watched every episode. They're like, we did it. We kept up with the Kardashians. It's like, what are you? It's like keeping up with George Costanza. Like... <laughs> okay. It's kind of strange how that has gotten thrown off with, uh... yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like how they got known, too, because that was another thing I saw with uh, Norm where he was hosting the ESPYs in, like, 1998. And he said... Um, Charles Woodson, who was had won the Heisman at the time, and he's the only defensive player ever to win it. And he said, uh, congratulations on this. That's something that they can never take from you. Unless, of course, you kill a wife and a waiter, in which case all bets are off. Just like, OJ's not even in the crowd, but you could hear it. Like, th- and those people have just ran off of that. That was their rally cry. Yeah. The, the mantra was just money and we have this power no matter what, so right. let's make a TV show out of it. And then right. Kanye, yeah. Kanye made it one of those American sagas that was just, I don't know how I'll explain it to my niece someday. <laughs> it's just going to yeah. be crazy to her. I have to explain it. The there's, there's a ton of, uh, there's a ton of, of, of uh, 
stuff out there to work on because everything is funny. Everything that you see these days is yeah. just it. It's yeah. I mean, even at nighttime too. Like I said, just sitting with my wife and just watching TV at night. The commercials that they force down your throat with uh, the pharmaceuticals, the side effects. Oh my God. Ah. I love there was there was one metabolic changes <laughs> metabolic changes that's that's <laughs> phenomenal that one that like it's like I want metabolic changes it's just you gotta you gotta just laugh instead you gotta look at okay what was the initial problem the person had and what are dancing it's like come on <laughs> metabolic change yeah I mean it's like it's like oh yeah sure I'm gonna drop what I'm doing right now I'm gonna call that number up I want some <laughs> I want some metabolic changes right now in my life it's like what. It, something for one i think it was for like a skin disorder or something like right. that and one of the side effects was um tremors or shaking that could possibly never go away <laughs> okay got a skin disorder maybe wear a long shirt say you know it is that the other i got some cirrhosis put some right. lotion on put some you know whatever on but you could possibly end up the rest of your life just shaking <laughs> because want to deal with some dry skin like come on <laughs> oh my god yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I gotta, you know, yeah. Oh, no, I, I was just gonna, sorry to interrupt. I was just hold, gonna hold say, on. One, one thing yeah, that I have to say, please, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna work this into everything I do from now on for the rest of my life that I've learned from these commercials yeah. is every commercial now says the same thing. They say, if you're allergic to, do not take. <laughs> you don't know until you take it. Listen, if you're <laughs> allergic to my type of comedy, then don't listen to it. If you got pissed off at my type of comedy, you should have known that you were allergic to it. I think that's the greatest get out of jail card ever. If you're allergic to it, do not take this product. That's genius. Right. That's he doesn't. <laughs> wow. They should have known by now. That's like yeah. the, yeah, that's like the wormhole that they found. It's like, what is, <laughs> Jesus you Christ. Any, you can put anything on the market and put that caption in it and you're safe. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. acid and ammonia and Clorox and go ahead drink it unless you're allergic to it and uh, you know right then steer clear and you should be good <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. yeah well uh, Andy thank you so much brother for hanging with us we'll, we'll probably let you go man yeah let's get back to uh, priorities man uh, let's set something up uh, like I said I, I do these Monday night marathons on IG5 yes uh for the most part, Absolutely. I'm trying to just come free, but I would like to schedule some, you know, with certain people, I'm trying to schedule some things. So if we can pick out a time that works best for you guys, let's pick out a time. Again, yeah. I don't care if we do five minutes or we do five hours. Again, it's just chatting. It's just having fun. It's yeah, just it's whatever. Cool to see yeah, sure. that you have a, that platform now that you're kind of, if it turns into more of like a podcast thing or yeah. if it's just kind of like get on a Mondays and talk to people. I think you're very good with that, where you can run with a conversation from any point with anybody. I'm glad to see you doing it, man, but we should, for sure.